Tom Bernard Show with Doug Sprinthal. <laughs> Co-host Catherine Brandt. Ellie Nick. Andy Brandt-Bernard. Cassie Schrader. I'd like to tell you that what Doug just did is unusual, but he was on his way downtown just now, so... See, and in the downtown studio, I always sat there, so I'd go last. I'm, this is, it's, <laughs> and that's five years ahead. It's going to take me another five years you, to get used to sitting You drove here. downtown? Almost. Almost. Really? Yeah. <laughs> There's something going on. I missed a very important appointment this morning, too. Thanks, Catherine. It's that kind of day. I just uh, ran across my very first agent. He was leaving the building, and I was coming in, really? and he had no idea who I was. Are you serious? Uh, he, I think he might be malfunctioning a, a little uh, bit. Oh, yeah, there's sad. something wrong. <clears throat> glug, glug. So yeah, get up, is he getting up in age? Uh, he, not that much. No? A little misbehaving, I think. Maybe. Oh. Had something to do with it. Elbow anyway, we, well, exactly. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, that works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. You know... We're coming back to Walzer. Oh, yeah, we do Walzer live. Yeah, live, live, live. Hey, man. This is live. This is not pre recorded. I picked the right song. It's your second week. You're a disaster. Let's be honest. So, for those of us that can (laughs) walk without breaking their toe, (laughs) just you two both did? No. Well, I've done it before, but Uh, not recently. Yeah, because you, she was talking as if someone else here had broken their toe. No. I've broken mine several yeah. times. Oh, he's got his TR on. I do. He's got his TR so, on, so we're good to go. Good Kathy doesn't have to ride this year. I would have. I, I was going to do lie. it. Lie. It's such a lie. You were Cannot, never going to do it. I was going to do it. So what we're talking about, for those that might have missed the last uh, several months of begging people for money and uh, sponsorship and riding, uh, June 2nd, this Saturday, uh, KQ and Walzer are joining forces to ride in the tour to cure the 26 mile ride it's open to anybody i think you can register doc registered like friday last year right before the ride yeah. i know he's not going to yeah. be in town this year but you can get a spot or if you want to donate go to uh, the tour to cure website look for team kq walzer either give us some dough or come along and ride with us it would be great it's going to be really fun it's supposed to rain in the afternoon but the morning's supposed to be decent so far and it's going to be in the 70s so can, I bet. Can thankfully do, they didn't have it last year can they do same day week. registry I don't know. Okay. But if I you, if you really can't make up your mind until Saturday, we probably well, don't want you. Some people just might you. have something that might be going on that didn't. and they might This is a good warm-up, though, for those of the people that are going to go get hammered on Sunday at Grand Old Days. You mean like This you? would be a balancing. There you go. Well, that didn't mean you can pre- only me. <laughs> pre-detox. No, it wasn't right. only me that was going to get hammered. This would be preemptive hangover preemptive. back. I like that. So. that anyway, we're excited about you it. You still get hammered? Every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Walzer Automotive Group, <laughs> walzer.com. <laughs> I give that up. You guys are unbelievable. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, Tom Bernard Show. Doug Sprinthal's here. L.A. Nick is here. Andy showed up. That was good. <laughs> what are you eating? Gardettos. Gardettos. Oh, I didn't know that people actually ate Gardettos. Oh, sure. kidding me? I've been eating those since right. middle school. I always eat them. They're good. Are they? Oh, yeah. yeah. I never see anyone eat them, li- but I... 
You know? Oh, a lot of people eat them. We always have a bag I in the house. I actually prefer those over Chex Mix. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't eat Chex Mix either, though. So. Yeah, I don't either. Too much garlic they have, on They it. have a lot of good flavor to them. I don't like things that are really garlicky. I like garlic, but I don't like over-the-top garlic. I don't mind you garlic. know what I'm saying. Good to know. <laughs> I got an update on my dead turtle. So I had an expert Told come. you it was dead. I had an expert come did out. Where did you find a tur- dead turtle expert? Well, I didn't find a dead turtle expert. I found somebody who knows dead things. Mm. And it's in, the, it's, it's in the Beatles stage. This was the day after the, our last show. So last Thursday, they came out looked at it. And it's already in the Beatles stage. Beatles are eating the turtle. Yeah, so, right. it's past the maggot stage. So it's impossible. He was, dead. He was dead. I didn't I kill the turtle. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, that makes you feel so better. So I feel a lot better. I Good. told you that sitting here, why'd you have to hire that guy? Well, I didn't hire him. He just oh, said, I'll come out and look at it. He probably yeah. died of old age if he was that huge. He was a big, he's a big turtle. Yeah. Do turtles die of old age? Yeah. Sure, what if dies of old age. Everything does, yeah. Not, what if we um, find out that the turtle hanged itself when he found out you were living there? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, turtle killed himself. He was just laying in the mud. <laughs> and he said, he said if, if a tractor was approaching turtle, he would have retracted yeah, all his arms yeah. and heads. And yeah. everything's out as far as it can be. Yeah. yeah so it just kind of died where it stood. Right. <laughs> it passed away right where it stood. What do you think of that action? I you like just it. see a turtle just walking along the field. Just, I give up. But now I see a lot of them, so I'm I, feel, up the tent. I feel better if there's lots of them out there. Oh, there's tons. They might be looking yeah. for you. Yeah, there are a lot of turtles. They're yeah. family. The family's looking for you. Quick, everybody the, get them. So I'm not a turtle killer. They'll be in the riding arena laying eggs this yeah, fall. The sand. Yes, yes they, oh, they'd absolutely be in the riding turtles. arena. I'm still in battle with the moles. I found some guy who does sonar. Put sonar in the ground mm. and send sonar through the whole ground, and they go away. Really? Yeah. They don't come back. Oh, one no. of those. Yeah. Those, oh. Um, oh, is it like something you put in the ground? Yeah, put in the ground. And yeah. It I puts a, out sonar waves. Get a Telecaster uh. and a Twin Reaver by Gablonia. Yeah, that'll do the same. <laughs> Ooh, there you go. I, I, get it done. I was like <laughs> Caddyshack out there in that. Field. No, I'm gonna get sonar. I, it was ridiculous. I, <laughs> I was putting. Tra- I did the trap thing, and I actually caught one one time, and I thought that was gonna be a small little animal, and it was gonna be dead. Pull up it, the thing. It's gigantic and it's alive, and I have to beat it to death with a shovel. Oh! I'm out there. Oh my god! Whack! Oh my god! Whack! But they're they're eyeless moles. They have no eyes. They never. They really never come above ground ever. I I don't think I saw one. They eat the grass roots. The roots of the grass, and they're eyeless, and they never come above ground ever. Their whole entire lives. I don't think I saw one the entire time I was living there. The reason why we got Jack Russell Terriers was to take care of the mole problem. You know what they did? They walked over to the mole's mole mound, peed on it, and left. They're like, (laughs) they didn't care. I could have done that. They're only in that. They're only in that far pasture. That's the only one they're in. Yeah. Yeah. They probably have a network. It's it's bad. Uh, yeah, one time, one time, I'm like, I got the brilliant idea to take some sort of a tube that I had and put it up on the truck exhaust pipe and run it down. That was a thing that people <laughs> used to do. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah. Nothing worked. Well, I think they just, got, them, they just got stronger. I think that area is just too big for that kind of thing to work. This is basically every Bugs Bunny cartoon ever made. <laughs> yes. oh, yes. I'm like, what nice does family. my life you're, become? Your wife, Elmer Fudd. What, what yeah, you need is Elmer five Fudd. gallons of cyanide. <laughs> Good God. And dogs and kids. I couldn't Get run around with Get some C4. Cyanide. Work for Bill Murray. <laughs> C4, That's who I feel like out there. I feel like Bill Murray. I don't live in North Minneapolis where that kind of thing happens all the time. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Well, less than 24 hours after saying she was leaving Twitter, Roseanne Barr was back on the platform attacking cast members of her former show, whom she accused of stabbing her in the back. No, you're the one who said the Muslim Brotherhood and the Planet of the Apes. Nobody else said it but you. Okay. I have one question. Does this mean there's not going to be a new Planet of the Apes? <laughs> there might be a Planet of the Apes. Because I really liked that movie. I liked every one. I've never seen one of them. You, you've never seen the first one? Nope. With Charleston Heston? Never seen Are you it. serious? I have no interest. Well, that's I've never an seen epic any movie. of them either. You should watch the very first one. It's an epic I just, movie. I was going to see it, and I said, ah, that lead character reminds me too much of Roseanne Barr. And, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Charleston Heston's great. Uh, what is it? Oh, no, no. That was the other movie. Soylent, Soylent Green is people. Planet <laughs> oh, of the X was a good movie. Well, I, but, well, I remember it as a kid. I haven't seen it in 25 you years. You might want to revisit years, so. it before you. Yeah, yeah, like you were a kid 25 years over. ago, by the way. 
pretty hokey now. Yeah, modern. Uh, I was a kid. I was a teenager thirty years ago. Yeah, keep it, keep yeah. it in your memory uh-huh. banks. Actually, the new the new planet at the reboot. Yeah, I saw those it. were actually really good. They were. I yeah, I've never seen a, one. I watched it on an airplane. And mm-hmm. I, I could have barely see most of it because you know those little screens are so. How, dark. how many are there? There was the. There's like four. Uh, I think. No, there's three of them. And a lot of them. That oh, came out. And then including the original. So, yeah, there's four total planets. But, yeah, Return, so, Weekend at the well, Planet of the Apes, with, basically. <laughs> well, think, yeah, are the weekend new ones? With, on Planet of the Apes. Yeah. So the new ones Dead are like gorillas. what? Basically an expanded, like what happened after the original movie? No, actually the, the reboot started how the apes became oh, intelligent. The prequel. Yeah, it was kind of the prequel. We got how out of radio. Yeah. So it still all ends with you maniacs. You blew it up. <laughs> Did they ever make a porno called Planet of the Gapes? I'm sure they did. <laughs> I'm sure they I'm did. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. Guaranteed. My favorite. I have to live with you. My favorite <laughs> porno title of all time, though, was on, on The Simpsons. Yes, they did. Jerkules. <laughs> you guys do that what? on the morning show once in a while. It's really funny. Real porno movie or not. Real porno they movie. Did, we got to do they, that again. They did make one. They did make a Planet of the Gapes. In 1998. Oh, my God. <laughs> Touchdown! Well, there we, you go. They made a point of every movie you ever made. Catherine will go, yeah, like you don't have the Blu-ray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Starring Drew Barrymore, but with DRU. Oh, DRU. Oh. Oh. How is that legal? I don't, think, not, yeah, I, don't think I don't think that you can do that. Uh, I think you well, they did that Selma Hayek where they they dubbed her face in. The really? Whole porn. Yeah. You never seen they that? They dubbed her face no. into a porn? The whole thing. Mm. Oh, God. Yeah. That's terrible. God. See, if I were her... Papa Hayek, I would not be too happy about that. Oh, she wasn't happy about no, it. No, I sure wouldn't she imagine. Wasn't happy about it. Barr's most pointed charge came toward actor Michael Fishman, who played her son DJ Connor on the ABC reboot. Uh, my character was designed to represent the inclusive nature of my views, to represent portions of society often marginalized. In this moment, it is important to be clear, said Fishman in part of a lengthy statement posted to Twitter on Tuesday after Barr came under fire for a racist tweet about former Obama aide Valerie Jarrett. We must stand up against bias, hatred, bigotry, and ignorance to make society a better place for all. Yeah, Doug. I created the platform that inclusivity, and you know it, Barr snapped. You throw me under the bus. Nice. Uh, After retweeting pointed criticism by Sarah Gilbert, who played Roseanne's daughter Darlene Connor, and served as producer on the stupid gypsy, (laughs) <laughs> Go ahead. I'm on the reboot, uh, Barr turned around and said it was unreal. Uh, Barr blew up her show and much of her career Tuesday morning after tweeting a joke uh, calling Jared, who is African-American. See, I didn't know she was African-American. Her picture doesn't look like yeah, it. Yeah, people no. are kind of skeptical that she's actually black because she's well, not. Here's she's, the thing about this. If ABC hadn't fired her, mm-hmm. the whole cast would have quit anyway. They would have quit anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's kind yeah. of a moot point that they gave her the... The door. It's true. Uh, she said that Valerie Jarrett was a child of the Muslim Brotherhood and the Planet of the Apes. The tweet was deleted a few hours later, but it was not enough to save her show, which was canceled after a cabal of ABC and Disney executives. Yeah, that cabal would be Bob Iger. Yeah. That's the only cabal he right. needs. Uh, Roseanne's Twitter statement is aberrant, repugnant, and inconsistent with our values, and we've decided to cancel her show. We're at a terse statement from ABC Entertainment Chief Channing Dungey. Uh, which uh, moved quickly Tuesday to expunge any history of that Roseanne ever even existed. Yeah, yeah last night. See, that's what they do. They try to rewrite history, and it's kind of sick. The show was supposed to be on last night at 7 o'clock, so I tuned in to see if they'd actually play it. Nope. It was a rerun of the middle. Hmm. So yeah, she, was you, it the season finale? Or, I actually it? liked the middle. Was the se- I know. Oh, I just started watching the middle. It. It's oh, a good great show. show. It's such a yeah. good show. It's I love over Patricia now. Heat. It's over now, though. I know, but it was seven years, I think. Seven yeah, or eight. it's a good show. It was 11 years. 11? Wasn't it, wasn't oh it 11? Gosh, really? Andy, when you look up and see the middle, I think it was 11 years. Is it? That's, that's And it never really, really got much reg- recognition. I mean, it had enough viewership, obviously. It didn't stay. make it till it went on the syndication. And then it got Yeah, picked. that's true. Nine when years. it was actually on the Nine. air, it didn't do well. When it went in the syndication, then it did oh, well. A lot of shows why. are like that, Maybe though. they didn't have a good time. Yeah, a lot of shows are like that. Malcolm in the Middle was the same yeah. way. 
I'm, I'm sure she changes as it goes on because I'm just watching the first season. But I love the teenage daughter. She's so. She's good. Oh no, she is brilliant. Hilarious. That girl is a great actress. She, Who is be a Sue, supermodel? The one that plays for five hundred dollars. <laughs> she's no, phenomenal. She is. She's I phenomenal. I love her. She's a sweetheart too. We've had her on the show, and she's just oh, the sweetest I person. I just love that show. It's just it was it was so funny. Great casting. That's that's what made that show. Yep. The casting was phenomenal. I love the fact that he was two feet taller than his wife. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what does that remind you of? Yeah, gee, Doug Sprinthal should see this. Show. I didn't know she was short when I met her. She didn't tell me. How much taller are you than her? Well, I'm six four and she's four eleven. So four eleven. It's almost a foot and a half. Almost a foot and a half. She can drive legally. Is that true? How tall are you? She can never drive. I'm five a three. You're five three. Yeah. Stretch. Yeah, Dave's tall too. I have a sister. Uh, a sister who's five feet tall. Mickey's exactly five feet tall. Yeah. Well, my brother Terry's what six four. Yeah. Whatever. And his wife's Lori's, five feet tall. Lori's big. Lori's very big, small. Like five feet tall. When she but was I, pregnant, it was it was kind of scary. I. Uh, <laughs> she I, was like, Ah, you're having large babies. <laughs> yes, that's how it was for me too. The tallest person in my family, other than me, is like five eight. Hmm. Yeah, same with me. And I was yeah, six one and three quarters, well, wait, or Terry, six one and a half. Or Terry's one. not short, is he? Yeah, Terry's not more than about five eight or no, five nine. He's not. Yeah, he's not this short as well. Like, he's average. Though, right? How tall yeah. was he? No, five nine, I think. But that's average height. That was yeah. yeah. Might be. I think five eight was five, average. I height. think five eight's average. I think that's For right. Yep. Yeah. I think so. I believe. You ever so. been in New York? Yeah. yeah because there's not a guy in New oh, York that's over 5'2". Yeah. I'm an Amazon just, when I go to Manhattan. We live in the state of tall people. Oh, big people yeah. too. Big Chicago old Nordics. Has, seems like they have a lot of tall people. A lot of Polacks. Is that what it is? Like Bilski. There's a lot of tall Norwegians, though. <laughs> Swedes, Norwegians, oh, yeah. Germans. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Iceland, Icelandic people can be like seven feet tall, for God's sake. Nothing else to do there but grow. Yeah. That's about it. You know, that's the biggest, the big misconception of Japan. I went to Japan last two years ago, and there's a lot of really tall people there. Really? I noticed. That, I noticed. I went to Korea. A lot of tall people, man. Seven or eight years ago. I was like, I was wow. Hmm. There was a lot of people sit over six foot. Really? Yeah. I did not. Well, we were the only exposure to Japanese people that have had like a lot of them as we were staying in a hotel in Hawaii that had a Japanese convention of some kind. And mm. I the, never Firth, saw, the Firth Annual. I never saw anybody who was the tall. the letter one with a TH. Yeah, I, I, I had to press all the elevator these, buttons for them. because All these things them. were in my head, you know, these ideas you have. And I went over there, I'm like, wow, that's a big misconception. A lot of tall people, a lot of well-endowed women, which is in, we think there's not. Oh. And... You mean boobs? The only, yes. Oh, the wow. only thing that was true, Nancy needed to buy a pair of sneakers, and they laughed at her when she told her size of her, size of her foot. <laughs> they were like, mm. <laughs> because they don't, they all have small feet. Ah. Average Japanese man is 5'7". Same as here. That surprises me. Really? The average Japanese man is 5'7". Yeah, let's see. Pretty close United to what States. 5'8". Five nine. Oh, so there you go. Oh, it's five nine now. I'd heard it might have moved up a little bit. So I'm not average anymore. No, you're not average anymore. <laughs> I, I think, think, I think I'm average. shrinking. I shrank uh, by an inch and a half. My a all the women do. in my family shrink. My grandmother, great grandmother, they got like five foot <laughs> before they yeah. passed away. My, my mom's shrinking. Like mom's my mom's shrinking. down to like five three. Yeah, lap and Toots was about what five three, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah, she was about 5'3". Bobby, I think, is like 5'4". She was the tallest woman in our family. The largest but, difference know. between males and females is in Bolivia. Uh, males are 5'3", and the females are 4'8". 4'8". <laughs> what? Four eight. Eight. Mm-hmm. That's the average mm-hmm. female in Bolivia. So well, I think eight. Guatemala has some shorts. taking Sarah for a 10th wedding anniversary. Yeah, there you go. She'll feel... <laughs> Guatemala, Honduras <laughs> have some really short people. When, really? When I was in India, too, really I saw short. just tiny, full-grown people. Yes. I was like, they're full-grown people? That's the same with same with <laughs> Guatemala. Right. Guatemala is the second shortest women in the world. I mean, you're going out, you're like, wow. I mean, they're like this big. Andy? Child size. What caused the pygmy tribe? Uh, I don't think we really know. I think we don't really genetics. know what caused it. It well, yeah, has I think to be genetic, but something had to cause the the. I don't know if you would want to call it a mutation, but a change in genetics. Mm. Something caused it. Let's make something up. <laughs> you know, it's bad enough you you got to be short, and you be called a pygmy. <laughs> yeah. So can't you give me a better name yeah, than pygmy? That isn't pretty. 
pig. Well, <laughs> it probably came from Pygmalion, which was it used to mean like a fancy gent. Right, Pygmalion, right. yeah. Fancy gent. I don't know how else fancy to... Fancy gent. That was the original title of yep. what later yeah. became My Fair Lady. Yep. The original play yep. was yep. Pygmalion. Uh, comes from... Oh, well, in Greek, Pygmaeus is dwarf, so... There you go. Never mind. Uh, well, we will then, be... How about Pygmalion? How about if we take a break when we're supposed to, so mm. she doesn't have to edit for five hours? <laughs> we'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. I just didn't want to talk over Aretha Franklin. I can't. Can't talk over Aretha Franklin. You really can't. She's the queen. I found the image that Roseanne was talking about. I mean, look at that. Don't say anything weird. Don't even joke around about it or you, you will disappear Believe me. I, I just what they can't what kill prompted me. her to talk about this woman who I, I didn't don't even know. know who she was. Did she, I like, didn't know she see existed. An article or so. I mean, like comment on an someone article on the internet made a picture comparing her to those two things, and Roseanne saw that and oh, tweeted God. about it. But she wasn't specific enough, so it just sounded like she made it up. You know what's amazing to me is that people still waste, or I guess it's not a waste to them. They spend their time hating other people. How do you have enough hours in the day? I want to know the same thing. Where do these people, where, they don't do anything in life, that's all they do? Uh, apparently, well, all look, they do is hate other people. Because it's it. nonstop on Facebook and social media. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's nonstop. Just, no, just bombastic, man. People are addicted to it. They're, they're addicted to the conflict, I think, in my opinion. It's they yeah, love pretty much conflict. True. What I don't understand is Roseanne is like sitting on top of the world right now, right? She's got a. Hit show, blah blah blah, and then she has to. I mean, why? Where does she find the time to tweet stuff like this? What's? I don't on? know. I have no idea. But does she don't find be the su- time to tweet one sentence on Memorial Weekend? Don't be surprised, well, though. Don't be surprised. I'm if, not surprised if, if another network picks up the show. Yeah, I'm without thinking the rest of the cast. Yes, don't be surprised. Roseanne Barr is yeah, a, is a money right. machine. They'll probably give her like it's an enough, almost Alex it, Jones type show. It's, it's in the top ten shows. I wouldn't doubt Fox grabs her up. I wouldn't put it. I wouldn't doubt it. Just don't be surprised. They'll have a new show where Roseanne, yeah, like her whole family died and she moved away or yeah, something. Don't be surprised after Seriously. she goes through. Uh, and don't be surprised if training. other cast members come back crawling and get back on the show. I because wouldn't right doubt now, that either. They're, they're basically they're just saying, <laughs> "Please don't fire me. Please, I need this money." Because that's. I mean, they're all tweeting about. Oh, I'm totally sensitive, and I love everyone, and, you know, I don't right. break my contract. I need this. Has John Goodman said anything? He waited no, not this? yet. Oh, he, he probably won't. He won't. I doubt he's, he's the only guy who really has need a it. pretty legit career. Yeah. 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 And he's, he's too smart for that. And he's very moderate neutral. Yeah. I'm surprised yeah. that he actually came back on the show. I am. I'm quite honestly, too. Because he doesn't need it, right? No. Well, she doesn't no. either. No, she doesn't either, so she got all Oh, money. yeah, she just no. wanted to. She's very wealthy. Oh. You know what they should do? Bring her, bring her show back, but you have to dress as nobility and call it Planet of the Capes. 
<laughs> what do you think? I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. I think Fox or one of those networks are going to pick it up. When is the last time you heard another human being refer to any other human being as an ape? I don't think well, I ever have. Well, they used to say that that was fairly common about the previous first lady. Yes. Really? Are you yes. kidding me? Yeah, no, it absolutely was. They said she was ape-like. Or transvestite yeah, oh, yeah. or oh, ape, God. yes. Oh, God. Yeah, I've yes. heard people call her mannish. But <clears throat> that's really but, different. But you know who was called monkeys more than anyone in the history? Of, of our Irish. country, no. Irish? Was the Japanese in World oh, War II. Yeah, oh, yeah. They were called monkeys. yellow monkeys. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, uh, even our president, the president at the time called them yellow monkeys. FDR? Yes, he called them yellow FDR monkeys. FDR was a horrible human but being. He was. He, he said the N-word a lot, too. Yeah, he did. A lot. He did. On air. A lot. I mean, if you of... if you watch some of the footage from that day, you'll be like, what? Uh, no, like, no, 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 every word out of his mouth, you're like, what? What? Like, it doesn't fit today's world at all. He turned all those Jews away in the St. Louis. They yeah. turned the entire ship full of Jews away and sent them but back out to sea. He didn't want them in the There's in one. There's one interview where he says the N-word like every five words, Oh, it's unbelievable. Man. It is unbelievable. And it everybody is. Thinks he's it's so crazy. Wonderful. But he does call Japanese yellow monkeys. He's like, kill as many of those yellow monkeys as you can. And... and it's a different world but, now. Uh, even even newscasters called them yellow you know, monkeys. Really? Yes, it was very common. It was very common. Time. Everyone... If, you, if you watch that, I talked about last episode that the the true history of America. That, that what's his name is putting on. Uh, what's not the Morgan Freeman. I hope. no no no. <laughs> no 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 no. It's uh, oh my god! I can't believe I can't. I'm having a blank of his name. Big movie director, producer. Steven Spielberg? No. Um, Big movie. Not Ken Burns. No. Look up the, the real the, the true the real truth of America. It's on Netflix. But it's oh, a great um, series. Is yours not Spielberg? No. It's not Spielberg. I need more specific title than that. I can pull it up. Planet of the Capes? Well, we've been watching some old... Oh, wait. Is it America's Humphrey... True History? Yes. Something like that. Mm, no. <laughs> We've been watching I mean, some a... old Humphrey Bogart movies. Oh, really? And what did you not, about Key Largo? And all of them, they're they're hitting women like punching oh, yeah. them in the I face. I know, it's unbelievable. Like beating the crap out it's of them, true. right? It's like, what do you what do you reminiscing about the good old days? No, 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 no. No, no I was thinking about the famous. I was waiting to, for you to oh. finish. I was going to bring up the famous all, okay. picture of Jimmy Cagney it's, it's mashing all, all the garbage fruit into the it's woman's face stone. at breakfast. It was unbelievable how violent they were against women. Against everybody. It's Oliver Stone. It's called The Untold History of Oliver the United Stone. States. And so if you, it's not going to be true then if Oliver Stone's involved. Well, it, it, it's all, it's nothing, nobody's telling you the story. It's all actual footage of newscasters of oh, the good. president. So you can't really deny anything on it because I like it's, it. it's actual footage. I like it. From our local news, from Philadelphia local news, from, you know, oh, okay. it's That's footage of the president talking. So you can't say, oh, it's not true. It's I mean, on Netflix? Yeah, it's a great series. It's a really good series. You know, they I watched. I just boycotted Netflix. I just can't remember why. Well, <laughs> they raised. Why are we mad at them again? No, because they Another hired. They else. hired one of. That's why everybody's boycotting. Oh, Netflix. that's because they hired Obama. That's right. No, they hired somebody that worked for Obama. A lot of people that lied about the Benghazi thing. Oh my God! Uh, when, when is this filth gonna stop? <laughs> I mean, not. seriously, it's not. It's, it's not. all filth. That's why. This is why. This like is this. why I've cut all television out of my life. I don't blame you. And, and I've I cut my social media. I don't look at the feed anymore. Nope. I just post something, and that's it. Yeah. I don't look at the feed. Yeah. I don't read anything. Don't do it. Because all it does is piss you off. Mm -hmm. oh, don't mention my name. You're really not going to like what you see. That's what you're like. <laughs> Over the course of four hours on Tuesday, 175,000 Starbucks employees talked about racial bias. Across the country, employees participated in mandatory training. About 8,000 company-owned stores and offices were closed to customers for the afternoon in self-guided groups. Of three to five, workers settled in for an intense afternoon. Groups moved at their own pace, but their discussions followed a similar structure. Why would it be an intense afternoon? I don't understand that. Why would it be intense? I don't understand the story at all. What's? Uh, well, they shut down Starbucks, all the, all the corporate-owned stores, 8,000 of them for racial bias training. But why would that be intense? Uh, Just don't do this. There, how about that? Don't be racially biased. Well, there they, you go. Also, That's the end they, they also... Will tell you that you know, like things that people commonly say that could be taken wrong. They 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 do more than just say it's don't do it. It's, it's no, more I understand it. We we had racial racial bias stuff way back. God, at least twenty years ago at KQ. 
at least 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't intense at all. It was like, yeah, well, just don't do this. I I think they're kind of in a no-win position when you think about it. I mean, it's a pretty liberal company, and so they had to do something. But if they've got 8,000 stores, how many employees do they have? 175,000. There's going to be some that do stupid things. Odds are against you. You I always wanted to change the Walzer employee handbook to one page that said, don't do anything stupid. Because that's really what that's, it comes down to. But if you got 170,000 people, yeah. they're going to do something stupid. Yeah, they are. Well, and, they, and there's a big turnover in those that's jobs, right. yeah. too. I don't think people think before they speak anymore or before they post. I, I think most people do, but I think because we can put the magnifying glass on those people that are idiots, mm-hmm. it just makes it look like the whole world's filled with idiots. I'm going to tell I, you That's true. the problem I have with social media. Yeah. 20 they, years they, ago. Oh, sorry, honey. You did. Uh, that's all right. Yeah, no, you have a problem with social media. And her well, toe. You see and her toe, yeah. Swollen up she like did crazy. that on purpose so she wouldn't yeah, have to ride on Saturday. that's right. She hates no, I, she I hates just, That's the problem with no. social media. They take an isolated incident and they blame the whole country and right. every yeah, shop and do. every person that's ever worked for Starbucks. And, you yeah, know, that's true. It's just not fair. And I do think that, I'm sorry, but I think that you should buy something before you before you can sit there all day long well, I and think before you can use the facilities. And I know that makes me a terrible person. But uh, you can, you're going to have people sitting in there all day long, hogging up space yep. that legitimate customers could use. Well, so that's be, the one thing that came true. out of it that I think will help the employees is that they were Starbucks was never really clear about whether that was okay or not. They left oh, it they up weren't? to the stores. Oh, and so the- after that happened, they said, "All right, don't call the cops on people that aren't buying stuff. Just leave them well, alone." Well, calling so. the cops on people that aren't buying stuff is a little. It's a little much. Over well, they the were top. black people. Well, well, they're well if, if they're camped out, if they're kind of camped out with, a, with like a sleeping bag and backpacks and, and they stink and they're just sitting in your store and they won't leave for eight go. hours. You got to go. I'm sorry, but I wouldn't nope. want them in my store. Nope. You got to go. Because nobody's going to come in your store after there's 20 of them. But now the new policy is that anybody can come in. Yeah. So now anybody, it's going to be, no, yep. you know what it's going to turn into? It's going to turn into the public library in downtown Minneapolis. Because yeah. you can't go in that library. I will tell you, about 20 years ago, Catherine and I had hired this person to do, to watch over our stuff, right? To watch over our stuff. Just met this person. I'm not going (laughs) to give any tips. It did not happen in Minnesota. It happened elsewhere. So we were going to dinner. And on the way, now we just met this person, okay? We're on the way to dinner. Well, that was your mistake. And they said... Why? Well, how is it our? You mistake? just met the person. You know, hire somebody. You just no, no, met. no, no. We, it, she was recommended by oh, okay. everybody. No, okay. now you know it's a woman. Okay. Uh, but anyway, she was, yeah, she was highly recommended. Okay, by that's different. Just met her. We're in the car going to dinner, and she said, "Oh, now she I said know we going. can either take a right here and go down this street, or we can just go straight and go right through Big Enville." Only she didn't say Big Enville. I looked at like, I don't even know. <laughs> We don't even know you, and you use that word right in front of yeah, us? She was older and from Alabama. She was from Gadsden, Alabama. Oh, okay. It's very <laughs> common. I couldn't believe she would drop the big N, though. And I, I, we just met you. So I'll tell you a funny story about my aunt, who was the most liberal person I've ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. It was my dad's oldest sister. And his brother was very conservative. He called her Auntie Pinko. So anyway, <laughs> we're in Cape Cod. The very famous Auntie, Auntie Pinko. Pinko. I yeah. love it. Um, so we were in Cape Cod. We took family vacations there every year, and the grown-ups went to see Duke Ellington play in Hyannis. Nice. And came back, and I was just—I was probably ten or eleven, and was really curious about the the concert because I was becoming a big band fan. And I said, "Annie Barb, how was uh, Duke Ellington?" And she says, "Oh, it was just fabulous. Although we had to sit in Ends Heaven." Which is what they used to call the balcony, and I looked at her, and the blood drained, the blood drained out of her face, and she was so mortified that somebody that she that those words had come out of her mouth. Because when she grew up as a kid in the thirties yeah. and forties, that's yeah. what they called it. Yep. I have it never is, heard that one before. Well, well, she didn't grow up in the 30s it does 40s. depend where where you grew up at and where you're raised. Yeah. Even the words like even if you go to. Some places on the East Coastal, they still kids still say, "Oh, that's retarded." Like yeah. it's still oh, common. Austin, that's it's still common. there. Yeah, Philadelphia, they you're still retarded. say, "What are you retarded?" Yeah, like it's just the way it is. Yeah, and it's retarded. not, or, or, or they go, "That's gay." I mean, that's still the way that is. And I don't think it's going to culturally change overnight. Not, I had it not in Boston. It's not. I had, not a in guest, I had a gay man this morning refer to me as the Big F. <laughs> the I big said, F. You can't, if I called you that. 
I'd be sitting next to Roseanne Barr. You can't call me that. Can you still use the word gay as like in the, in the happy way? Like, yeah, you can be gay. No one Absolutely. does, but no one does. No. But look, have it's you ever seen anything that's it. real sappy and you go, "Man, that is so gay"? Like, can you still no. use? You can't no. use that. No, that's because it's, or not it's happy. really sappy. You better, you better get back to the farm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somebody, man, you are a farm boy now, aren't you? No, but do you know them real sappy commercials? They're sad. Like they're just, you know. You know what I'm talking about at all? Nobody. Boy, look at the quit, time. Quit while you're behind, Nick. <laughs> yeah, quit right. while you're behind. That's a good, good idea. Should we put uh, JD on before the break? Before, yeah, sure. Exactly. That'll be fine. JD Lead, how you doing, JD? I'm good. I'm good. Marvelous. Uh, how we're are just, you? We're just, just. Yeah, I'm sure he's happy he came in on this. I, no. <laughs> look, I, are you gay that I'm? I'm. Uh, I called. Yes. <laughs> Yes, are you gay that I called? Well, we'll, we'll find out, J.D. We're in a gay mood. Um, here's what the deal is. I, I do a morning show as well and do the, this afternoon show. So I've just been dealing a lot with the Roseanne Bar and the whole Planet oh, of the right. Apes thing. And then it's, what, you know, and, and then the Starbucks uh, racial bias training. And it was a big day yesterday for that kind of thing. So For sure. It's really sure. taken over our, a lot of conversations. There's no doubt about that, and it, you know, a lot of it's good, and a lot of it is puzzling why somebody in 2018 would still use terms like that. Yeah, but, right. Look, right. I, you know, I For hate sure. everybody. That's the great thing about I'm an equal, equal opportunity. I hate everyone, so it all works out <laughs> in the end. You know, except for you. Oh my God! My own wife just attacked me, JD. My own wife just Backstab. called me self-centered. That's pretty good. You believe this? See, here's what I'll do, J.D. Why don't we take a very quick break? We'll be back very quickly while my wife chokes me. And then we'll talk about target of opportunity because I want to talk to you, J.D. Elite. Target of opportunity. And we'll do that in just two minutes. Tom Bernard. Sounds great. Just like all of you, I had been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it was as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first my pillow and I love it. It's very comfortable. Stays in that same exact position all night. Fantastic. Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, has a very special offer for Tom Bernard Show listeners. MyPillow is offering more than 50% off his four-pack special, which includes two premium MyPillows and two go-anywhere pillows. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first MyPillow. If you already know how great the MyPillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. But make sure you use promo code TOM. Call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. That's 800-516-5146, promo code TOM. This is Tom, and I want to tell you a story about camping. A guy named Tim, his back pain, and his angry wife. You see, Tim went camping with his family, but he aggravated his recurring back problem a couple of days before when he was golfing with his buddies. His wife had to set up the campsite and do all the heavy lifting, and Tim couldn't do a whole lot with the two kids. Tim was not a happy camper. And neither was his wife. The following Monday, Tim's wife got him an appointment at Hopkins Health and Wellness Center, a DMR method clinic. Their team of physical therapists and chiropractors figured out what was really wrong with his back, quickly got him out of pain, and taught him how to keep it from coming back. And what did Tim say was the biggest benefit of finally handling his back problem? Happy wife, happy life. DMR clinics are a group of physical therapists, chiropractors, and allied medical spine specialists that can help you feel better fast. They have a 96% success rate. It's covered by insurance, and you don't need a referral. They have convenient locations in Hopkins, Woodbury, Rogers, and Blaine. For a free consultation, go to dmrmethod.com. That's dmrmethod.com. Okay, anyway, I'll call you back. We're on. I back hear on the there. train coming. It's rolling around the okay, hold on. I'll put, I'll put these. I'll put the earphones Tom Bernard the podcast. We're Here's back. Nick Swartzen. One of these days. <laughs> what did he say? Tom farted? Yes. Yeah. I knew you'd stab me in the back. I knew it. That's that a great song day. right there. All right. I will talk. Yeah. Love you too. Bye. Johnny Cash. I love him. Were we on the air when I told Nick Swartzen I loved him? Yes. I don't want anybody knowing mm-hmm. that. Forget it. Mm-hmm. Johnny. Rachel, his sister, his family, they're a great family. Swartzen's in town uh, on Friday night and Saturday night. He's at uh, First Avenue on Friday night, and he is at uh, Palace Theater in St. Paul on Saturday night. He's a comedy store comic, isn't he? 
Uh, yeah, he works at the comedy store, absolutely. <laughs> he and Brian Callen. J.D., are you You should come to town. Nick Swartzen and uh, Brian Callen and I are having dinner Friday night. Oh, you should I'd, come to town. I'd love it. That sounds fun. Well, have you ever been around either one of those two? No. Well, then you, that's why you think it would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Massive pain in the ass, both of them. No, that's not true. That's not, they're, they're, very, they're very good friends. Uh, filmmaker, ladies and gentlemen, J.D. Leet, creator of the film Target of Opportunity, was a naval special warfare combat uh, crewman, the crew that supports Navy SEAL operations. Target of Opportunity is available now on iTunes, Amazon Prime, and other digital distribution outlets. It can be said with some certainty, Dustin Turner is a Navy SEAL left behind as if he had been abandoned in a clandestine SEAL operation on some faraway beach. I don't want to read anymore. I want you to tell me all about it, J.D. Yeah, that's uh, I, like like you said. I'm retired Navy. Uh, I was attached to a SEAL team when this crime occurred, and uh, um, it yeah, at the time it was portrayed as two Navy SEALs on the prowl for a target for for uh, sexual that that they were somehow uh, depraved group sex addicts. And, Navy uh, SEALs. Yeah. Well. That's on yeah, the beach they, across they, from they our were, house. Yeah, they were they were uh, in the last stages of their training. At uh, they'd finished buds and been attached together uh, for about a year and a half at that point, which is very rare, um, because you know so many people drop out. So you're always getting teamed with somebody. And one of these kids, Billy Joe Brown, he wasn't a kid; he was 23, um, had been. There's some mystery about what his, uh, he had been in the Coast Guard and been discharged immediately. Uh, and it's reported that he had uh, um, assaulted an instructor. He denies that. Um, but he was he had been discharged from the Coast Guard after only a few weeks. And then he had an arrest record at 17 for assaulting his 14-year-old wife. Ohio. Um, Wait, his how old yeah. wife? Fourteen. She was fourteen. Fourteen yes. and 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 pregnant and uh, mm. and then and then he assaulted that he was drunk. Of course, this guy. By the time he was twenty three, by the time this murder, he says on the stand, and if you watch the film, uh, you know I I film him on the stand when he, after he's come clean. See, back in in ninety five when Dustin Turner witnessed this crime and eventually took the police to the body after a week of, uh, of basically walking around in a, in a coma. Um, and I've interviewed people. I've interviewed a lot of people from back in the day that were there. He took the police to the body. And when they took the map of where the Turner had drawn for them to Brown, who they, you know, were holding, them both they had no chance of getting away with this crime they uh, right. which makes it that much more unlikely that two seals would do the crime this way that if that's that's what got me going in the first place this doesn't make any sense from a planning mm-hmm. and operations of you know dirt dive and and, and che- execution checklist and all the things that we do to ensure that you don't you know we're just, the training is to do things and not get caught, right? That's what the training right, is. Right, yeah. Um, and this was so sloppy, and it didn't make any sense from the psychological profile of the people that I knew. So uh, it, I pretty quickly, when I retired in 2003 and started looking into it pretty quickly, got Brown... Um, if Brown was admitting to, to cellmates at that point and had actually called his lawyer in 99. They were both convicted in 96 in separate trials. But by 99, he had called his lawyer and said, I was lying the entire time. Turner had nothing to do with it, except he fought me when after it happened. But, but then when stuck with a decision, he made the wrong one. He put the car in drive and hit it for a week. Oh so it is definitely not a case where Dustin Turner is innocent of, of you know, completely innocent. But he did not abduct anyone, and he's not guilty of felony murder. He's guilty of protecting his swim buddy and making 
a bad choice and then letting it spiral until he just couldn't take it and uh, took police to the body. But he had no idea that Brown would say, oh, no, I uh, I didn't do it. He did. Oh, my, my God. God. You're covering for your buddy, and then he stabs you right in the back. Yeah. Typical. Yeah. Typical. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like radio <laughs> well, Brown was a piece of work, and that's the question of is that I take on is yeah, you know, is that was that by accident? I mean, how did who? And they've changed the training a lot, and I think they've changed the the, the timing of when the psychological screening and every, you know, you put a million dollars into training someone, and then you give a psychological test. That's just not a. That's not the right. Uh, you know, uh, order, (laughs) that wouldn't be my checklist, my execution checklist. I would make sure that people have a conscience before you, uh, um, train them to do what, what seals are trained to do. So when, and they go ahead. I was going to say, where's Brown now? They're both in, in, uh, 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 Virginia prison. So they're both in prison. Okay. Oh yeah. They're, yeah. Brown has come forward, but now the case is about, um, I mean, the film pretty clearly shows the evidence of, because of course you would say, wait, one guy says, oh, he, I, the other guy didn't have any, you know, they could be buddies, mm-hmm. but they in fact right. hate each other. But, right. but you would want to make sure, so I go through the physical evidence and and then find people that, um, you know, said, oh, we, we all knew Brown, as soon as we heard about it, we knew that Brown had done it, that he was violent. He'd gotten to where he could drink a case of beer and a fifth of 151 in a 24-hour period. <laughs> oh, man. That's bad. Yeah. He, 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 he wanted to be that guy. That, you know, he did double uh, doses of steroids, didn't cycle off of them like you're supposed to. Um, but, you know, that, that where we are now is the governor, the only thing that can get Turner freed. Even though in 2008, a court, the court that I filmed, determined that Brown was telling the truth and Turner should be freed, um, then it went to the, the appellate court, and the three-judge panel ruled, yes, he should be freed, but then it got to the full-on bonk. The state kept appealing it, and uh, a, a new theory of a crime that had never been argued that... Uh, Oh, you could accept Brown's uh, story, but if Turner had planned to hurt her, then he abducted her by deception. Right. And therefore, therefore, that the abduction still happened, even though she was killed in the parking lot. And and uh, it still doesn't hold up. Turner was sober. Her friends were coming to pick her up right next to his car uh, at two o'clock in the morning. They had left her with with him. That it, it, again, he wasn't drunk. He was a, a nice kid, and uh, so it doesn't make any sense. He'd have no chance to get away with this if he had and do what, right? Right. Kill kill her in the parking lot and leave her for her friends. It doesn't. It still doesn't add up. No, enough that somebody. So far, three Virginia governors have refused to grant a pardon. Right, they haven't refused. They haven't denied it. They've pushed it. They pushed it. Okay. Had been the governor, and he was about to make. Well, who knows what he was going to decide? But he got into his own legal problems, and then that went to McAuliffe. Oh yeah. And McAuliffe uh, sat on it, and then, for whatever reason, he he they haven't made a decision on it, and I, there may be legal reasons because as soon as they do, he gets two more years to submit, and there's all kinds of new legal battles and mm-hmm. things that he could bring up because he was the law said a jury could find you guilty even with this new evidence right that's the writ of actual innocence wording was well a jury could they changed that now to a jury would which in turner's case imagine if they were tried and brown's on the stand saying um he didn't have anything to do with it he tried to stop me he fought me i was so drunk and roided out I, it, no jury would would find him guilty of that mm-hmm. of abduction that didn't happen. So, um, so JD, what do you do now? What do you do next? Well, I, with that case, um, I'm 
uh, I'm basically just out promoting uh, that people look into it, watch the film, right? Learn the facts, learn the facts. But there's what it has led to is in that office at the time. Uh, there's wrongful convictions left and right, and so if you want to make documentaries about wrongful convictions, unfortunately, Virginia is a, a gold mine. <laughs> Well, that's not. Well, I did. Uh, I did actually have a conversation with Terry McAuliffe one time. Not a very pleasant uh, man, I will tell you that. Not a very what? Pleasant man. Oh, oh. Well, he's uh, he's, yeah. very, he's very I, I self-involved. Will not, I will not dog anybody out that might that uh, the people. Oh, I don't think he'll ever be governor of Virginia again. But um, yeah, I mean, he's a political animal and there's no doubt about that there's no question that's what he is is a political animal that's a very good way to put it and the movie is available everywhere as you said it's on uh on all the uh all the outlets which is very very cool yeah and if you read the reviews um for a first-time filmmaker and former you know uh squid uh i I always i always think i could do you know you could there's a story, there's a, a joke about how it, it takes two editors to, to uh, edit a film, one to cut and one to tell them to stop. Yeah, right? I said, well, yes, <laughs> that's you, just, you will just continue trying to make it better. And eventually, especially when a guy's in prison that I believe shouldn't be there, I believe he should have done some time. Yeah. He definitely yep. should have done some time. He, but when faced with a family that their only daughter is missing and they don't know what, you know, this is a family kid. This is a guy that was a junior deacon in his church and an Eagle scout and, uh, had a lot going for him. And, uh, and they just chose to look the other way about the evidence. When, when you start looking into Brown's history, I interview a a police officer, a great homicide detective, Terry DeGelder in the film. And he, he worked on the, John Wayne Gacy case and, mm. and different homicide cases, and he's he breaks it down. It's not me telling you that this wasn't a, a, a thorough investigation. It's a guy that investigated and arrested John Wayne Gacy. So he kind of knew what he's doing. Target of Opportunity is available now on iTunes, Amazon Prime, and other digital distribution outlets. J.D. Leet, it's L-E-E-T-E. J.D., thanks for your time today. Oh, thank you very much. It's, it's always great. To, I'd like to thank you, and uh, it's great to have the opportunity to talk about this. Well, you're a nice guy. That's very, and you're a nice guy on top of it. So that's good. <laughs> Thanks, JD. Well, right back at you. Have a good and, day. Uh, tell your wife I like her too. Ah, oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. All right. All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Uh, interesting. Day. That's got to be frustrating that we're trying to help oh. to get somebody out of prison because they hardly ever do. There's yeah, a lot right. of these cases that mm-hmm. and people, they don't get out. For some reason, the system just gets logged down, and it they does. don't let you yeah. out. How much, what time are we at right now? Because mine started late. Oh, uh, we're about 14.10. 14.10, okay. I wanted to get it all dialed in here. But, yeah, he was very, very pleasant. He, he was pretty unemotional about it, though, I thought. Yeah. For all the work he's put into it. Yeah. yeah look at his background, though. Yeah, yeah, he's a Navy SEAL. Yeah, yeah those guys true. aren't really. They're, they're pretty. They're like you know, pilots. They're pretty flat out. Yeah. He called himself a squid. A squid. Yeah. yeah. So they're the That's support Navy seal. for the seals. What does that mean exactly? I don't know what that means. Anybody? Anybody? No, I don't. I don't really know <laughs> okay. much about that either. To I, tell I, you the truth. No, I think that, that is a Navy SEAL. They they That's call them squid. squids. Yeah, they do. Oh, he's, uh, uh, squid. Here we go. There's a uh, colloquialisms. Did you see that uh, Roseanne is blaming Ann Ambien? For yeah, Ambien. Yep. yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> well, we got to take a break here, don't we? Uh, yeah. We'll get back to Squidville right after this Tom Bernard show.